last time on Lawful Stupid. You guessed it, I was drinking. <laughs> they didn't have to guess. And then... We convinced Kristoff to actually put the bracelet on so we can get in to meet the console. Yeah, and it was... We learned some shocking facts. Like, Ambassador Shear, who's at this plot all the time? Not fucking Ambassador Shear. She's definitely her cousin. Yeah, her cousin Linda, pretending her, to be Ambassador Shear. Come on, Linda. Twin Peaks twist. We had the cousin of the <laughs> protagonist. But we did meet the other three council members that were present. That council been- Welton, Council Ironback, and Council Silverstone. And Kristoff learned a lesson in humility. But only kind of. But really, it was it was about. We learned that the uh, Red Roof Inn is known as the Crimson Roof Inn here in this city. The Crimson Salamander, colloquially. Colloquially. Uh, Trent is not a bartender. He is just a triant who, At who all. poses as a bartender. Dope food, though. There's a kiosk where we learned about the guilds of the city and kind of what they're about. And then I decided to go seek one out while these guys grubbed down and I defaced many properties. <laughs> That's kind of where we're at. Perfect. So we're going to go into this episode with Kristoff having a chat with this person at the Arcanist Guild. And so you're in this lobby and there is just like magic all around you. And she says to you, so why do you want to join the Arcanist Guild? Well, uh, as both a uh, sorcerer as well as a politician, I enjoy bending things to my will. She kind of looks at you and goes, uh, we typically try to keep, like, the pure of a heart and or scientifically not cruelly motivated people to our no. guild. I am dedicated entirely to the people that I serve and would only ever act in their benefit. You have my word, Malay. But there's that part where you said bend things to your will. Not quite always, um... Benevolent nature when you say something like that? Listen, I... I, Sometimes, in order to preserve things, in order to do good, we must bend the powers that be, but only the truly vile break things. I bend, but I do not break. Impressive. And as a side note, this is my third episode. My throat's really hurting, so as character voices squeak in and out, I so apologize. <laughs> um, Me too, be, as well. It's gonna be a rough one. <laughs> um, she looks at you and says, uh, "Okay, well, if you would like to take the entrance test, that is something we can accommodate for you." I am prepared. I sure hope so. And she steps backwards, and the stick that she was carrying, she waves in a horizontal motion, and the world around you changes. See, the entire room forms, and you're standing on a pillar, and she's now floating in front of you, and there is nothing but empty space around you. And it's it's like sky. It's like you're really high up in the sky. There's some clouds, and you feel the rough wind, and she calls out to you, and she says... Our whole goal is to shape the world around us. 
And if you're to do that, there must be a basic level of magical ability you have. So, if you would like to join us, simply walk to me. So what I'm going to do is my power as a sorcerer comes deep from my raw emotion. I am not a, um, a wizard. I do not study books and I do not truly understand what these numbers and these patterns that I've seen here uh, truly represent or the rhyme or reason behind them. But I know what I feel. And I'm going to channel the feeling that I had when I walked proudly into the the central tier of this um, of this community where every step I took it was as though I owned the space beneath my feet and I'm gonna take that same feeling and I'm going to apply it to the very air that uh, extends before me and I'm going to step out so are you are you eyeing her are you looking at the ground your eyes closed how's that going it's almost like I'm looking past everything. It's like it, this this beautiful skyscape before me, the woman before me who's doing this. I'm I got the thousand yard stare I'm seeing behind him, and what I'm seeing behind her is I'm seeing um, Oxbane, and I'm seeing Oxbane, and I'm seeing uh, it prosperous and joyful, and I'm seeing it with the, the people happy, and I'm walking towards that goal. Do me a favor and roll an Arcana check. I can't make it up. It's natural twenty. So you, you uh, get fucking roll twenty in this bitch. You, Please do. You step justify forward. my actions. You step forward, and the first step you take, you feel yourself dip, but there's and then but shortly after that dip, less than a few inches, you feel the stone beneath your feet, and. You take another step and you, I think you glance down and you see that as you step on thin air, small ripples roll out and you continue to walk towards her slowly and painstakingly until you step in front of her and she looks at you and says, well that was atrocious. But, you have talent. And she waves the rod, or the stick, and you're back in the, the room. And she says, I can tell you've had next to no training in the magical arts. But you're quite powerful. I feel like I'm exhausted, right? I feel like Absolutely. I might be like breathing heavy like and like an sweating. emotional, like, get for you because you didn't you don't have traditional sorcery powers or uh, wizardry powers you weren't doing the math behind it it's almost like imagine it or akin it to somebody in band where one person's like playing off the sheet music and another person is copying the song by ear the guy doing it by ear is doing so much more work to translate that into play than the person who's just reading it off sheet music absolutely and she says, well, we would love to have you. And um, she says, when would you like to start training? Immediately. I'm, I'm so taken by this. I'm just like, I've had like a revelation. Like, I, I feel like Kristoff, everything he's ever kind of put his hand to, he's kind of just excelled at because he's, he's very much always stayed within his comfort zone, you know, as a noble growing up. And then he was ousted and he kind of came to the same um situations that were comfortable to him and, and and you know he's kind of stuck to the same magic that always made sense to him he's stuck to the same planning that's always made sense to him and this is the first time that 
he's tried something and just was humbled by it. And I, I, I immediately. And so she extends her right hand. She puts the, the stick in her left hand and extends her right hand and says, My name is Wendy. What and I am Christoph Shindo. A pleasure to meet you. Well, if you don't have anything else, you can... And she looks back and she waves the stick and a door opens and she says, You can have a room. Uh, if I could just beg a few moments to allow my uh, compatriots to know where I am and what I'm doing Absolutely. and I shall return promptly your room and she waves the stick again and a card flies to her hand a simple playing card and it's the, the nine of clubs and she hands it to you and she says you're still new this card will activate your door when you come here I thank you and she's oh, oh don't get it wet I will endeavor to do been a thing. What people have spilled beer on it and then it stops working and it's really shameful and makes you look like a child I just you seem nice I wanted to give you that tip I will keep it safe and dry perfect uh, okay cool so um, you I assume you want to go back to the Crimson Inn I am okay what do you guys want to do in the time that he did that uh, probably enjoying enjoying breakfast air quotes together <clears throat> alright so they're like chowing down you guys want to have a conversation or you just want to fast forward to yes showing up? Okay. <clears throat> uh, so uh, Rowan d- do tell me I'm interested to know we've been together for a, a while now and I, I certainly appreciate your company very much so you know you, you just all around seem like a good guy what, br- what brought you to to Oxbane on ship. What, what what was your whole purpose for coming over? Oh, the God, that's a deep question. That's I don't mean to offend. If you if you're not prepared for it, I understand. Just a little, little more about you. Oh, not really. I was just on a ship, seeking port. It didn't matter where the port was. I was just kind of traveling about. Where, where are you from? Uh, I'm from Fallenis. Tell me, tell me about that a little bit. Fall in? Or do you know where I'm from or the city? Because I'm from Karig. Both, yeah. Karig's just a little port city. Have you n- never heard of Fall in us? I No, I've never gotten around a whole lot. That place? Oh god, it's... it's ancestral home? Some elves? You know, the fey kind? Hmm. God. What do you want to know? Do you want to... I mean, if you want the entire history of it step by step, I'm not exactly well, the person to talk. I just, well, I mean, if, if you consider our friend Kristoff, uh, I know a man who knows exactly, he's, he's always got some ulterior uh, reason for doing this or that. Uh, I myself am, am hungry for adventure, so that's why we're, we're here now, I presume. But you, what, what drives you? What motivates you? Honestly, it's not far off from you. Instead of adventure, it's inspiration. I'm looking for that thing you know the spark that's out there somewhere that'll make my music great hmm oh, I get that yeah I, I, I can imagine you the the thirst is never quenched no never it, maybe I'm just bad I don't know but I guess you won't know unless you look right it's true I never thought about that 
Yeah. So, I mean, what's the harm? I mean, we're all going to get old and die eventually. Just might as well see I, what's out happens. there. Is that what happens? Do, do you have any family of note? Or... I, I've got siblings? my mom, my dad. There was a kid, but I was gone before that happened. Not my kid, but my parents' kid. I have a sibling of some type. Okay, I was like, was that you? It was, you couldn't be gone before you were gone. Well, no, I couldn't be gone before I was gone. But there was a, something along the way. But I left before that mess happened. So you're not very close with your family, is what, what you're saying? Well, they, like... Um, God, what would be the term? Uh, meager means? Or very poor. They couldn't barely feed us let alone us and another, so I took it upon myself to leave. Well, that is a very sad story. I mean, have you, how often do you ever get back to see him? Um, every once in a never. <laughs> I see, I see. Well, just know you're like a brother to me. You come very close in a very short amount of time, and I, I extremely respect your resolve. Thank it's you, very I appreciate rare. you buying breakfast as well. And I take a giant glob of potatoes and eggs. It's <laughs> the least I can do. And as you uh, are having this conversation, uh, Kristoff enters the tavern for the uh, Crimson Root Inn. Uh, so I think this is going to be the first time the boys ever see me um, eat real food. It's not a, an occasional nibble of a hard biscuit. And I sit down at the table and I'm just like going to town on this chow. <laughs> Christoph, I made sure to order the highest food that the nobles would like. I figured that would kind of be your thing. Uh, I, I thank you, Rowan. You're, you're dear and a treat, dear heart. Uh, I, I'm so hungry and I'm just eating. So where have you been off to? I I went to the, the architect guild. Oh, the, the one that um, Jesse was with? Yes, that, that, that exact one. Oh, what's that all about? I... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> very descript. <laughs> well, it sounds very I, adventurous. I, I, so, something... Perhaps I should join the Architect Guild as well? Um... I, I, I won't deny it to you. It's, it's opened my eyes in more ways than one, but... I, I don't know if it would be something that would make you happy. Something seems very off about you. Usually you would just say no. I... I the well of emotions that have gone through me there, I, I would not deny that to anyone. Um, if it's something that you can attain, I encourage you to do so. Sounds not for me. Another bite of <laughs> big potatoes and eggs. <laughs> That sounds interesting. That sounds like a thing I've never seen before. Nor I. Hmm. It's just starting to get late, and the, the tavern is starting to get full with more uh, guildsmen, and you're seeing the people in black armor, the people in the white armor, and it's starting to fill up. And the music starts playing, and it's a very chill atmosphere as... as the night starts to take away for Yuri. Kristoff, here, have a drink, my friend. It seems like you need it. I, um, I look at the drink longingly, but I think about the card 
and what was told me people like spilling beer on, and um no no thank you uh, quick tell us about the arcane wars really yes, quick something is wrong I mean there's so many mysteries surrounding we all have so much to learn um I've I've done readings on it uh, what, what would you like to know Okay, you're Crystal. Just making sure. I've never seen you <laughs> turn down a drink before. Uh, I no, I, I I had better not. Hmm. It's very interesting. Okay, boys, where do you want to do? Oh, I've got to check out that. Uh, what was it Arcanist Guild? I have to check that out now. Architect's Guild. Yeah, I have a room there. I I'll be I'm going to be staying there for. For some time, I, I have much to learn. Hmm. I guess now's better than ever. We we, we solved uh, you know the the mission, or solved the case in in Oxbane. So I guess we do have some time to kill here. Perhaps I'll uh, check out one of the guilds myself. Yeah, might be a good idea. I mean, why not take advantage of the situation, right? Uh, yes, please. Let's let's go. I escort them to the architect's room. Okay. Um, when you approach these two pillars, these two marble pillars, uh, Christoph, you walk right through. Boys, you hit an invisible wall. And I'll say, uh, yeah, I, I just remembered again that this one is not the one for me. <laughs> I'll be uh, looking elsewhere. <clears throat> oh, we'll meet. We'll meet back at the uh, the crimson roof in. Uh, breakfast in the morning? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Hot biscuits? Oh, for sure. I mean, the oh, hardest. Do you want, oh, do you want the fluffy? fluffy you know, I want them both. Okay. I want to make a sandwich uh, with a hard biscuit and two fluffy biscuits on the yeah. <laughs> Can I get a hard biscuit sandwich, please? <laughs> oh, you want some meat in a hard biscuit? No, no, no. <laughs> Just lots of biscuit. So you walk in, and Wendy is uh, is there, and she says, Oh, Christoph, did you get your affairs in order? I did, Wendy. Perfect. And your friend? And she motions to uh, Rowan, who's still outside of the... Uh, he is a curious and stalwart of heart individual. Uh, he, I think he's since some sort of changing me i don't know and uh his curiosity has led him here and uh she waves her stick and you feel the barrier go down mm, I, I have to walk forward okay she says welcome to the architect's guild what can i do for you sir my my name is wendy by the way oh uh, hello wendy uh, rowan um i just had to show that there's such a change in our Kristoff in such a short amount of time. Do me a favor, roll that... an arcana check. Oh, that's terrible. That's absolutely terrible. Alright, you're good. Um, It is a four. Yeah. You uh, are in this room. And it has stone walls and wood walls. I feel like I'm like looking around like... Huh? <laughs> yeah, you're like, look at how amazing this is. Look at all the magic in the air. It's beautiful. And he's just like, yeah. These are all it's, right, Moss. It's definitely a place of a building. I just don't, I don't, I guess I don't see uh, the, what, what happened? What, what made him, what'd you do? He, uh, he simply joined the guild. 
That's all. He took our it, entrance exam and he passed. Oh, that's right. Because this is the guild of you guys look for artifacts and things of that nature, right? No, that's the Arcanist. We are the mm. world shapers. Ah, right. What's the what's the um, what's the skis with uh, getting down with that? Uh, you could take the entrance exam, absolutely, if you would like. Oh, super, yes. Let's, let's give this a go. And uh, she motions for you, Kristoff, to step aside out of the main, like, standing area. I do. And she waves her wand. And you, um, the <clears throat> room just drastically changes to you. And you're standing on the edge of a plank, and there's this big boat behind you, and the sea is rocking, and it's raining, and storming, and she is floating 15 feet away from you, and she says, walk to me. Oh, not a problem, and I just step forward. Roll an arcane check for me, please. That's a three. You walk right off that plank, and fall and fall and splash into the water and the world vanishes and you lay horizontally on the floor covered in water and <clears throat> she's standing above you and she says I am so sorry Rowan you don't have what it takes to be a shaper not right now anyways I don't know this must be a bunk piece of shit <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna approach Rowan and I'm gonna I'm gonna put my hand on his shoulder and I'm gonna say uh, Rowan don't be disheartened uh, these these people here they they have much to teach me about shaping the world but the world isn't your purview you shape song you shape that intangible spirit that connects all of our hearts that's what you shape that's true. The world doesn't need to be shaped. The world's perfect as it is. People need to be shaped. <laughs> He's hearts. right. He was hearts and souls. And We're two goes, sides of the same coin we and are. She, she waves her stick again and you go from soaking wet to dry in an instant and she says, I am so sorry. But it's not your fault. You guys don't know what you're missing. It's okay. I'm sure you're right, Rowan. Like I was saying, we're two sides of the same coin. I don't have a problem with the world. I think the world's fine as it is. I think people suck. And I believe in people, but I think the world needs to be shaped. That's why we're such good friends. That's why we work together <laughs> to make this world a better place, piece by piece. <sighs> okay, well, while you're doing that, we're gonna... <laughs> uh, Alice, where, where do you, what guild do you want to go check out? Uh, I would like to go check out the Guild of Red Sun. Oh, great choice. So you uh, follow the signs and you find the Guild of the Red Sun who uh, has these magical lanterns because it's dark um, and it's kind of keeping everything lit. And you see these... It's hella lit. Yeah, you see these pearl... <laughs> Uh, walls and these pearl uh, columns and they have this red flame symbol on the outside of them and there's guys in armor and 
you walk in and you know everybody just seems fine with you kind of walking into this lobby and you are greeted by the one and only Minotaur named Bruce what? it's a Minotaur named Bruce fellow Bruce no um, no, no. You, uh, you walk in and you see, you see a male drow, and he has dark skin, red eyes, and his right ear is missing a chunk of it, like on the tip, and he's got white hair pulled back in a ponytail. And he says to you, "Welcome, welcome to the Guild of the Red Sun." And he puts out his right hand, which is in a gauntlet. Uh, I will sh put my right hand out to shake his or grab the forearm, whichever seems like his most customary. Uh, it's definitely shake the forearm. And uh, your wrist hurts when he squeezes you. And Noted. He says, uh, what's bringing you, you here? to the guild yeah. of the sun? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. You hear. Yeah. Uh, uh, what brings you to the guilds of the Red Sun? Well, my friends have taken uh, taken leave to go visit the the uh, guild for architects, and I joke that's just not for me. So, uh, we were told by Vanessa that your guild, in particular, is one that seeks to uh, fight evil and, and seeks to restore balance wherever there there seems to be uh, an upset of, of balance. And so, that's I feel like this may be the place that uh, if I'm going to join a guild, it would be this one. Well, we do. We take issue with warlocks and demons or anything of the macabre, really. It's our goal to push right the wrongs in the world that the arcane wars set. Hmm. I agree. Well, it sounds like you would make a worthy initiate. Uh, are there, um... Is there a test? Uh, uh, so, uh, one of my friends had to take a test before he could get in. I'm not very smart with tests, but my physical prowess is, is second to none. No, don't worry. We're not going to give you a pen and paper, uh, but we will give you a test of morality. And he says, if you would like to join, you have that option. Uh, yeah. What, what, don't you make, make an appointment or, or what, what's to do with that? Alright, if you follow me into the next room, we can take the test. Alright, I think I'm prepared. Okay, so he leads you into the next room. And, uh, he, as you walk in the room, he shuts the door behind you guys. Except for, he exits the room when he shuts the door. And so you're in this room alone. And in front of you is this crying girl. And she's just bawling on her knees in the middle of this empty room. Uh, first of all, look around, because I know it's a test. I'll look around or do a perception check. Yeah, do a perception check. If anything is out of the way. Any yeah. trap doors or, or yeah, do secret windows. That's a six. You see a crying girl. Um, I, I, will, I, will, I will kneel down to her level mm -hmm. and say, uh, are you okay? And she cries and she says, No. No, I'm not. <laughs> and she looks up well, at you and you can see like this uh, faint red glow in her eyes. And she says, uh, There's something inside of me. 
help. What do you What do you mean inside of you? Like, do you and feel you, a certain way? You hear Foxwood. Kill. Not now, Alaria. No, really, this is a great time, Kill. There's something wrong with that kid. You don't know that yet. Uh, uh, darling, what is your name? Sally. Sally, what, what are you doing here? Like, why are you here at the, at the guild? I'm not at the... What guild? I was at home, and now I'm in this room with you. Why am I oh. here? I, I, Sally, I do not know for sure. Help me. Uh, okay, well, follow me out this door, and we'll see if we can find a, a physical of some kind. Okay, so you turn to walk out the door? Well, I will, yeah, so we'll escort her up as well. Uh, okay. I assume a 21 beats your AC. <laughs> Today it does. <laughs> Today it does? Okay. Only on Wednesdays. That's right, on Wednesdays. Uh, you're gonna take 9 points of slashing damage. And Ugh. as you turn around, you see this girl kind of twisted and malformed. She's still very much a little girl, but her fingers have little claws that have stretched out, and her eyes are red, and she has sharp teeth. And she says, help me! <clears throat> and you hear uh, Foxwood say, now's a good time to kill! Uh, I'll use my, I don't know if this is like an initiative type thing, but I'll say, Alaria, what is she? And Alaria goes, looks like a fucking demon to me, dude! <laughs> Uh, I will, I will attempt to grapple the girl. Okay. Yeah. Roll a strength check. All right. Well, that's a 22. <clears throat> uh, well, she got a crit one, so you grapple her. Uh, and I'll say, how can I help you? What can I, what, what can I do to stop this? And she says, nothing. You're too weak. And then that's like in this deep gravelly voice that I don't want to do because my voice already hurts. And as she says that, another voice comes out of her and says, Help me! Help! Make it stop! And Hilaria says, Atlas, kill it! Oh no! <laughs> this is the worst test ever! It was, oh, God, it's it's much more difficult than my test. Yep. Uh, I will say, uh, uh, Sally... You have to fight whatever this is inside of you. I, I hear you in there. I know there's a, there's a better part of you that can fight whatever this evil is inside of you. Just keep fighting. And you see the little girl twist a little bit, and she says, Sally's not here anymore. <laughs> I will I will headbutt Sally. Okay. Roll, roll an attack. And you hear, <laughs> you hear Alari go, Yes! Kill! It's a crit 20. Oh my god! Yay! <laughs> I do. I, I want to mention that I do not want to kill. I want to knock out. Non lethal damage. Roll uh two d four. <clears throat> you knock out her head from her shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Two d four. One, two. Uh. Wait, no, these dice are weird, hon. Three and a two is five. Okay, yeah, you headbutt this thing and it freaks out and it's gonna bite at you. Small child. 
Uh, I'm going to assume a 23 hits. Yes. Okay. And you're going to take nine points of piercing damage as it bites deep into your shoulder. And you hear Alaria uh, say, I guess I'm going to belong to this child. Kill it. <laughs> uh, I will go into rage mode. Okay. Um, I've got a grappled. I will. I will take out. No, okay. I'll let her go at this point and take out. Oh, a foxwood. actually, you have to. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. You have to roll a wisdom saving throw. I'm so okay. sorry. I have not. I have neglected to respect this portion of your item. Uh, that, that's a thirteen. Yeah. So she, you she have to attack to it. it with a sword. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, I forgot about that portion of your item. I always forget about it. So you, yeah, you gotta hit that bitch. Yeah, it's the hitter. All right, so I attack then. All right, swing away. I'm sorry, Sally. It's a twenty, not natural. Oh shit! Roll damage. Oh no! In <laughs> rage mode. Yeah. All right. Wait, it's a it's a d12. Yeah, because I don't know about you guys, but I thematically don't think you can non-lethal in rage mode. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so here we go. It's 11, plus 3 is 14, plus 1 is four, wait, 11, four, 15 total. You know what? She's in, give her, give her uh, a constant, it's a wisdom save. No, not a wisdom save for that one, hold on. Oh, dexterity. A dex save, yeah. Oh, damn, 19. Okay, so she's only going to take half of that. So she take it's 4 is the half damage, she takes 19 damage. <clears throat> um. Wow. Okay. So you cut her in two pieces, and the lightning doesn't even need to roll off of you to destroy her. And you hear Laria go, "It's about time. That thing was gonna kill you." Oh, hey there. It's your DM. What's up, Lawful Stupid Army? If you haven't heard yet, we joined Nerdsmith.org. And as a part of that, we want to rep our sweet, sweet allies in this D&D podcast adventure. Tabletop is probably more accurate. But hey, here's a taste of one of the shows on the network. You should go check them out. Yeah! Welcome to WAND Radio. My name is Emmett. Whether it's your first year on campus or your fifth, I'll be your guide through this magical mystery thing called College Life. Emmett, what are you doing in here? Uh, nothing. Okay, because this equipment is very expensive, and the university wouldn't like it if it gets broken. Remember, you, Rupert, and I are on in an hour. WAND Radio. For your magical listening enjoyment on nerdsmith.org or wherever you download your podcasts. Hey Shane, can you make a perception roll for me, please? Yeah, what for? I mean, we'll see. Okay, yeah, let me do that. My fucking dice, piece of shit! Fucking fell off the table, I gotta go get it. Ugh, every time. Oh, God, you know what would happen if you had a dice tray? Yeah, oh. not that. I would love if I had a dice tray, but I only keep fucking products in my home that are emblazoned with the image of our Lord Odin. You know that. Well, um, actually, Dwayne, weren't you just telling me about this Odin dice tray? 
Yeah, Dark Silver Forge has this really sweet Odin dice tray. It's really high quality, and you can get metal dice there too. It, I mean, I think Shane needs one of those now, especially so I don't get my ears blasted out again. That would solve all my problems. Yeah, heavier dice, a dice tray. Oh my god. But does it is it emblazoned with the image of our Lord Odin? It is. Yes, also, it is. if your Lord happens to be Cthulhu, they have one of those as well. No, I I converted back in the nineties. Oh okay. Well, they have both. So whatever you're fancy. That is well, fancy. and if you're already there, when you're in that checkout spot, you can even just use lawful stupid in the checkout code and get ten percent off site wide. Whoa! Wait, that, we have that. Basically free. So it's that's... not just on the the dice trays. No, it's get everything. out. Offlings being relative, that is essentially free. Yeah, that's free. Like in it's like in the enough. infinite stars of the cosmos, like it's a sum insignificant. Hashtag Lawful Stupid, we're not sure what for your limits. Yeah, uh, one more time. Lawful Stupid <laughs> at Dark Silver Forge. You can get 10% off site-wide. I gotta get my dice. Yeah. And the door opens. And I want to mention that I'm, I'm saddened by having to do this. And the door opens, and the drow walks in, and he looks at the corpse of the girl and looks at you and says hmm you passed i'm gonna look at him almost angry that i passed and say how could that have been a pass and he looks at the corpse and he says we provide balance and nothing about that demon was natural so should you want to join you have an invitation you mean to tell me there's more things like that out in the world? I mean, I've seen some crazy things, but Warlocks, this is how they... Witches, demons, the undead. It is our job to restore balance. Well, if that's out there, then I'm out there fighting it. Well, we will be happy to have you. And he says, what is your name? My name is Atlas Feria. Of Oxbane. Welcome to the Guild of the Red Sun, Atlas. And he hands you a cape with a fire emblem on it. Hey, uh, for all our fan artists out there, you just heard that I got a cape. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> all future fan art, please depict me with that cape. Well, that is a that is a, a red cape with a um, golden flame symbol on it. It can be as fancy as you want it to be. It can be as rough as you want it to be. It's your art. Plus three to stylish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kristoff just made me fucking jealous of this thing. I haven't seen it yet, but I can assure you I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, so uh, he, he motions uh, for you to follow him. He goes, let me show you your room. And he walks you down like four flights of steps, and he hands you a key. And says, this is your room. And as you walk through, it is a very simple fucking room. It's a bed. And that's about it. Uh, excuse me, sir. What is his name? For you. Uh, excuse, is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. Uh, I, I did not catch your name. You also didn't ask for it, Atlas. 
To be, yes, yeah, fair. <laughs> my name is John. John. That name is my name too. John, John Jingleheimer Jingle Jingle Schmidt. <laughs> my name is John, of the clan Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Uh, John, I, I, I suppose I'll be here for an extended period of time, training. Does seem correctly. We can train whenever you would like. There's so I, I'm. Need to do. So I can leave at times and come back at times. And how does? Just whenever I'm in town, I guess that's how the guild works, but I know if there's a certain amount of time I had to be here to... You, in order to gain standing and to really be a part of the guild, you need to go through training. But you're not beholden to us any more than we're beholden to you. It's your investment in us and our investment in you that makes us family. Hmm. Family. Dear Lizzo, Rowan, what do you want to do now that you've flunked out of the uh, Architects Guild? Oh, shit. That's a really good question. Um, let's see. Let me look at the other guilds that might have piqued my interest that I will remember from Vanessa. Um, I don't want to do fire. I definitely want to be a mortician. That sounds terrible. Necromancy, I bet. So they get to do hilarious, actually. Hey, man, the dead have stories. Dead men do tell tales. That's true. You're a speaker for the dead. Could you? Well, I don't want to do that. That's They're great. dead. They're gone. The time has passed. He said you're dumb before he died. <laughs> you suck. Love Rowan. <laughs> Forever and always, and eternity. Level Stupid will be uh, writing obituaries for all your past loved ones. If you want to go ahead and just email us at christophshindo.gmail.com. Yes, please. Cock in one hand, sandwich in the other. Um, you know what? Let's see what the uh, Arcanists are about. Let's see if I can uh, go there and see if any of them know anything about this fucking loot. Oh, good call. I'm so we, happy. That we, were asked to, we were asked to do that. Findle's uh, like, hey, you should check that out. So you go to the Arcanist Guild, and let's talk about that. Let's talk about... Arcanist, Win, baby. baby. Let's talk about you, you and me. Let's talk about all the good <laughs> things and the bad things win can be. Let's talk about... Sex. Mm. Just a little bit, a little bit. bit. <laughs> okay, Hold on, I can't see Dwayne's face. Okay, now go. You go to the Arcanist Guild, and it is a um, very simple entrance. It's just a wooden door with a golden ring on it to open. Mm. Pull on that ring. And so the door opens freely, and you walk through. And you see books on books on books on books, and these bookshelves are like two to three stories tall and there's this lavish stairway heading up and at the base of it is a woman and she has silver hair she's very thin featured and she's wearing leather armor instead of like casual market clothes and she's a high elf <laughs> Yo, hello. Plays it. hello hello <laughs> And uh, she turns around with a book in her hand, and she says, "What can I do for you?" Uh, this is the architects or arcanists guild, right? <laughs> I'm proud that you can read. Yes. 
Oh, well, then you'd be super fucking proud of this, and I whip out the loot. And just jaw to the floor. And she says, is that what I it think is. it is? And I fucking play a chord. What <laughs> And she goes, oh, please don't. Oh, be gentle. <laughs> I'll be as like, gentle as necessary. I've had this thing for quite a while now. Hurries over, and she goes, that is the loot to win. Really, I've never heard that from anyone except everyone <laughs> all the time. <laughs> that is amazing. Where did you find it? I found it in this place. It was very descript. Uh, okay. Wow. What do you know about it? I'm just curious. I've had it for a while. I know everything about it. I just want to know where you're caught up on the stories. But I would listen. I would love to tell you more about it, but. Listen, you're not you're not an arcanist. I, I, I'm thrilled that you have it and would trade you the world for it. But I'm not just going to tell you about it. Do you own the world? Because that might be a trade I'm willing to make. Uh, no, I don't. But I could trade you mm. other artifacts, other means of power. Well, if that means you want it, then I might not want to give it. <laughs> then you don't. You certainly don't have to. I. So what's your skis? What's this all about? Our whole thing is to gather artifacts and relics from the Arcane War and learn more about it. And frankly, we want to set straight all the bullshit in the world. There are so many people out there that just tell stories about the Arcane Wars that don't have any idea what they're talking about. That sounds super familiar. Are you, are you guys reclaimers? Is that another name you go by? And you see uh, her shift. She goes, we are not reclaimers. Okay, good. Just making sure, because I've ran into them, and they're not you... bad or good. But And she kind of looks at you and goes, are you okay? I'm fine. Perfectly good health. And she kind of looks around you. And goes, but you met a reclaimer. Did you have the loot with you when you did? Super did, yeah. And they let you walk. No, I just killed them. You killed so, the reclaimer. Yeah, what is that a hard thing? Like it's not you guys seem easy thing. very easily impressed. Uh, roll a deception check for me, please. I would love to. <laughs> I'm not sure if that laugh is a good one or a bad one. Well, depends on your opinion. I... I have lots of stuff in Deception, so basically as long as I roll higher than like a 10, it's like a 22. And she goes, ah, well that is impressive. I cannot believe you vanquished a Reclaimer. I know, I'm, I'm quite impressed by myself. Uh, well, but I guess maybe that's the power of the artifacts. It, it helped a lot. Uh, you, I would believe that. What what brings you to the Arcana skill? Um, I just heard that you guys were looking at this, and I really just want more information about it. Maybe I'll join, maybe I'll not. Well, I, I can say that if you pledge yourself to us, we could teach you about that artifact. <sighs> See, but pledging... What's that entail? Well, we would ask that you use your artifact to gather information about more artifacts and relics. Ask that any more you find on missions that we send you on, or in general, you bring them back here for study. 
and any books you collect we would ask you bring them back here and especially if they're falsehood so we can file them away as such is there a penalty for not for not what bringing back things that I found if you found out that I found them but didn't bring them <laughs> yeah that's our whole thing man that checks out just making sure you're on the up and up <laughs> yeah sure I'll pledge whatever you know <laughs> we're great friends roll another deception check it's a 20 not natural and she says uh, normally there is a grueling entrance exam but you killed a reclaimer I I, listen I and you have the loot of win and if that's not proof enough I mean um, you know about it it shows me the future I can just react through that to ensure or stop that from happening it just makes everything a little bit easier. She kind of looks at you and goes, you can see the future? As in yes. you control the future? I wouldn't say I control it so much as I see it, and then my reactions do something that could possibly change the future herein by what I did. Interesting. Ipso facto, quid pro quo. <laughs> and so she says, well, what is your name? My name's Rowan. And she puts out her hand in the way that maidens do, um, like flat, you know, expecting, yeah, expectantly. <laughs> I super, like, underhand up into a handshake. And she, <laughs> she looks at you quite queerly and says, My name is Sarah. Nice to meet you. Is, you, is your last name ready, Nate? Please tell me it's Nate. No. We're destined to be together if it's. Okay, no, it's not. Okay, not. we're safe. Um, listen, there's there's lots of training that we would like you to go through, regardless of your high status. Um, but we will give you a room here, and and um, she hands you a silver coin, and says, uh, when you get to your room and motions to a hallway, you will know what to do with that. Oh, that's cool. I'm not doing any training. You should have mentioned that before the deal, not afterwards. It's not valid. But I'll be in the room. Bye. Oh, okay. Uh, Bye, Sarah. Goodbye. And uh, you head to your room and you find it. And when you get there, there's a circle that the coin fits. Ooh. Put it That's... in and you yeah. get one level up. You uh, place it in there and the door opens. Yes. And it's oh, a very sweet. small square room with a bed. It's a small? Yeah, small, bro. Welcome to Initiative's exam. You can, you can lie your way into the guild. You're not that important. <laughs> As far as they know, I need some extra room for my loot. You know the loot of wind. <laughs> Sarah, this is this is completely unacceptable for a reclaimer slayer such as I. Yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, cool. So what do you guys want to do? You guys um, sleep I in want your rooms or reconvene or. Well, you haven't described my room yet. Is it small with nothing in it but a bed? Your room's a little bit different. It's a little bit bigger. You do have a very simple bed, but there is room to work. Hey. That is where they expect you to do your work. Pretty hype. That's why like, uh, it's a very simple. Your guild is literally like a basic room and a couple doors that you could see. But outside of that, it was not as lavish and as large looking as theirs. 
Um, we need world shapers and all. Wink. I want to. Um, I want to find a guard. Okay, sure. You find a guard. And I ask him. Uh, I say, it, it, greetings. Uh, I would like Hell you to send a message. Halen will met my dude. Love these guards. Uh, I would like to send a message to um, one uh, ambassador here. You mean council share? Yeah, council share. We call it ambassador where I come from, Oxford. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sure. What? Um, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I just want you to let her know that uh, she was very kind to us and sent us an invitation to um, utilize a room in the local inn. Uh, but I do not believe it will be necessary, and I would not want her to incur any loss on our behalf. I, I will take care of that. Very kind and quite smart. All right, yeah, so he, he jots that down. And then I head back to my room. Okay, cool. Uh, so yeah, unless you guys want to do anything different, we'll go bed to bedtime, and then we'll start in the morning. Honk shoe, honk shoe. Okay, uh, so you guys want to do training? Well, That's we meet up for breakfast. Oh, oh yeah, you guys meet for uh, For breakfast. sure. And he comes in. Boys! Good morning. Hey! So how how was your how was uh, the the guild thing yesterday, Rowan? It was terrible. It's, I mean, it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't. It wasn't my thing. Are where you... did you, where did you guys uh, end up? What guild did you guys um, establish? Oh wait, Rowan's not with you. No, mm, no, absolutely not. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So yeah, He's... where did you end up? Oh, I'm with the Arcanists guys. Oh, okay. They do the magical. That makes sense. You have the little win. Yeah, exactly. They're super impressed. They're so dumb. They are very dumb. It is a dumb loot that only tells lies. We all established that. Mm. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I think it's pretty accurate nowadays. Nah, I don't know. Last time yeah. you showed you murdered Kristoff. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, oh, I murdered Kristoff? Yeah, yeah so. remember we talked about that? I thought you were just yeah. dead now In that fact, I'd actually done it. In fact, one of my favorite parts of this whole podcast has been Kristoff going, Are we cool, Sword? Yeah, yeah we're great. Okay, play it again. Play it again. <laughs> uh, so maybe it's not a great great it's, loot it just tells lies remember and then we went to the graveyard of wind and the grave the gravestones told lies it's basically a lie loot mm. it's a lie it's not a loot it's a liar ah! <laughs> that's D&D why it belongs to l-y-r-e get it D after dark it's Lots a type of, of harp uh, string instrument, love it. Well, uh, uh, congratulations on getting into your Arcanist Guild. I know you're already in the uh, Architect Guild. Correct. Oh, guess, you which, guess which one I, I got to get into. You went to the uh, Anvils, obviously. Yeah, for sure. <gasps> you would just play some bets. You guys want to play some bets? Well, <laughs> not now. <laughs> Dang it. I, yeah, I did this all wrong. Okay, yeah, you're wrong. I went to the, uh, the Guild of the Red Sun, actually. Oh, those are the Demon Slayers, yes? Well, unbeknownst to me and at the time, yes. Yes. Alaria is very... I, I'm making her a very happy sword. We're both like... I feel like we're both winning this. I mean, most relationships are give and take. If there was a demon to slay, it might be the one that plagues you constantly and tells you to murder all of those that are dear <laughs> to you. I, you're right. I'm not sure if she's actually a demon herself. So the give and take, like I give her a demon, she takes his life, and that's just kind of how that works. 
We're yeah, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're I guess demons. We... That's cool. I'm glad that we've all kind of settled in. I just yeah. want to like nudge them and be like, don't ever become demons. <laughs> I can't. I have infernal heritage. I have no guarantees. Well, I'll do you whatever mean, like, I want. Just because you're a bad guy doesn't mean you're a bad guy. You know? Looks at character sheet. Lawful evil. Yep, you got it. No worries. <laughs> True just neutral. don't come to me in the form of a little girl who wants my help and then scratch and bite me. That's what I happened promise, yesterday. I promise weird. you on, on all of my ancestors. <laughs> I will never God. appear to you in the form of a tiny girl. What happened to you? God, do I need to go there and see what's going on with that? You don't ever want to go through that. I don't I know mean, where they found the demon. They just have it like there to test people. Is there rules against joining more than one guild? Probably. Let's well, tell. Do me a favor, everybody, roll a perception check. Oh God, no! Why, Bones? Everything terrible just happened. Dog. Sixteen. Natural twenty. Natural twenty. I got a nineteen. That's like my first real good rolls. Oh, everybody got good rolls. You guys notice um, a <clears throat> a dwarf walking out, and he has a very familiar-looking hammer. Dwarf. It hammer. has it has the a head. The head of that hammer was shaped like a ram's head, and he walks out of the uh, inn. Guys, does that thing look familiar to you? Like, I feel like I've seen it. I feel like someone's telling me I've seen it, but I can't remember. Isn't that the, the, the hammer that was in the cave that we that we took the loot instead of the hammer? I don't God, remember. That was years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally a different year. It's the year, the just the year of twenty seventeen. <laughs> and Kristoff, uh, with your nat twenty. As he says that, you distinctly remember it being that artifact. Donka. Uh, yeah, no, you're right, Atlas. That was exactly that happened that we saw in the cave with the artifacts. That's pro- We should probably go talk to that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Probably an artifact. Yeah, let's How go you... right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's go. go. And as you go for the door, the world kind of grays and like almost like episodically ends as you guys are all heading towards the door. And that's where the episode's going to end, boys. The world fades from black on a pathway illuminated in a dark emerald glow. The source of light hidden between two giant doors ajar. As the camera pans down in a spiral, our view hovers above the emerald-filled pathway of stone dirt. The view centered on the space between the doors A swirling wind picks up in the center of the emerald light. The wind in the underground passage roars to life, pulling us closer. The doors burst inward, disappearing completely in the shapes of green illumination. Then, as if by surprise, a large two-legged creature steps forth into view. Bathed in light, its features are impossible to make out. Humanoid in nature with two giant horns atop its head. The monstrous figure stands unnaturally tall in the already eerily large doorway. It takes a step forward, still masked by the blinding green light behind it. Then two more cross the threshold of wind and light. 
then two more, and then two more, and then our view fades on the dozens of silhouettes marching forward. Oh, bunk. That we'll never know, because we're all going to die when the next episode's recorded. I'm just going to start playing my loot all the time to see into the future, and then we'll just act accordingly. I like the idea that you think that you've controlled the the loot. That's that's my favorite part. <laughs> tiddly, tiddly. Uh, just yeah. Most of the time, I don't care. So I just whenever I do play it, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I wanted that. So uh, I want to say thanks for listening. We have a Patreon, so if you feel so inclined, please uh, give us your hard-earned dollars. It makes the podcast much better. Like we're doing, the recording is so much easier right now. So much easier. <laughs> So, yeah, and say, even if you don't feel inclined, like, check this out. Oh, Persuasion, at 20. You should just do it. <laughs> On that <laughs> token, I just want to say, these are real <laughs> rolls. I wish they weren't so good. I'm going to start lying about my rolls just so they're not good. Okay, yeah. I mean, I rolled a three and a four, so that's all natural. And I really, I have to think, I mean, the only thing that really makes sense is the fact that I got these dice... From Paladin Roleplaying. Paladin Roleplaying. A better way to roleplay. Uh, <laughs> frankly, uh, yeah, I don't know. We have like... those ad spots, and you're going to put them on the back end. Uh, yeah, we also have a website, lawfulstupid.org, and we're all over the socials, so we want to say thank you. And iTunes reviews are super useful for us. They get us higher up in the ranking. They get us more visibility, and we are mm. just, 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 just floored with the amount of interaction we've had with you guys recently so thank you so much and it's very important uh to us to the extent that we're going to read it on air like we did a couple episodes back where we read that itunes review so if you leave one and you wanted to say like i don't know hi mom i love you very much i mean we would probably read that so we're gonna read it for sure that being said yeah. like if you if you i'm so down to do like a billboard type deal if you just send in emails and give us some advice feedback and then like a little message i'll super do that in the middle yeah, of the podcast pretty much have you yeah, interacted well, with us in pretty much any way? We're going to say it. We're going to be podcast. so excited, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at this audience participation we have. We're going to do great. Look at this team. Look at this team. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much. We've got some other cool things going on, uh, but we don't want to spoil them yet. So thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. Goodbye. Goodbye. We love you very much. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye.